Hey guys, Kira McIsaac here, Sophie Booth, and Sophie Maluli. Yes! Hello! This is our Batman podcast. We read Batman The Long Halloween. It takes place in Gotham City over the course of a year. Someone associated with the Falcone crime family is killed every holiday. The killer becomes known as The Holiday. Captain Gordon, D.A. Harvey Dent, and Batman have to work together to figure out who the killer is. The story is set pre-52, which basically means it's before, like, the reboot that happened in 2011, because it was written in, like, 1996 to 1997. So it's not really part of, like, it's kind of just a classic Batman story. It's part of the year one continuity, focuses on Harvey Dent before becoming Two-Faced, and takes place during Batman's early days of crime fighting. Okay, so the writer is Jeff Loeb. Jeff Loeb has written Batman Hush, Daredevil Yellow, Hulk Gray, Spider-Man Blue, Superman slash Batman, and then also wrote Commando Lost Teen Wolf. And he was nominated for an Emmy, won the Eisner Awards like four times, won Wizard Awards five times, and yeah, he did a bunch of other stuff. And then artist Tim Sale also won the Eisner Awards, and he did art for Batman Haunted Night. Batman Dark Victory, Superman for All Seasons, Catwoman When in Rome, Superman Kryptonite, and Solo. And he's also featured on the series Heroes. They have worked together before, and they have produced a lot of work. A lot of people think that their DC work is superior to their Marvel work. So they have done Challengers of the Unknown, Batman Legends of the Dark Knight Special, Batman Madness, Batman Ghost, Batman Dark Victory, Superman for All Seasons, and then Wolverine slash Gambit Victims, uh, Daredevil Yellow, Spider-Man Blue, Hulk Gray. A lot of events happen leading up to the conflict. Johnny Vitti, Falcone's nephew, dies. The Dent house explodes, leading people to think that Harvey Dent is dead. We see the Joker enter in the third issue. Roman's personal bodyguard is killed. Alberto, the Roman's son, is dies, and we see Ivy appear and start to control Batman. All right, and then we get into more of the conflict, which starts out with Harvey Dent accusing Bruce Wayne of being Holiday, the killer, and they're also starting to figure out that his father, Bruce Wayne's father, in a flashback, helps out Falcone's father. And next, Batman and Gordon start to figure out that Harvey has been killing and that he seems a little suspicious. And Harvey turns into Two-Face after the other mob boss, Maroney, throws a bottle of acid at him in his court proceeding. Next, Alberto, while in prison, kills Maroney and becomes the main suspect in the killings. And he talks to his father and explains to him why he's Holiday. And then, in the climax, the Mad Ho- the Mad Hatter, Solomon Grundy, Joker, Penguin, Poison Ivy, Scarecrow, Catwoman, and Two-Faced they gather at Falcone's office to confront him. Next, Two-Faced shoots Falcone in the head after a fight that takes place between all the villains. And his daughter, Sophia, is pushed out the window by Catwoman. Okay, so next... Uh, Batman is confronting Dent, and he's like, what are you doing, dude? Like, what is happening? And he's saying, think of Gilda, and it's almost as if 
uh, Dent has forgotten about Gilda because he says in quotes, Gilda dot 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 question mark as if his other half is taking over and that transition that like connects to something later and then also Dent kills his assistant Vernon because he believes that he was working with both sides Moroni to get the acid thrown into Dent's face so then we get to see all the rest of the characters and like what they're doing and so Jim is at home with his wife and his kid and he's continuing his work and then Batman is kind of just chilling on a statue and he's, you know, doing his spooky Batman things. As he does. As he does. And then Holiday and Calendar Man meet in their cells. And Holiday, in this sense, is Alberto, what we think is Holiday right now. And then Dent is in a straitjacket thinking Gilda dot dot dot, which connects to when he said Gilda dot 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 question mark earlier. And now this all transitions into Gilda. So Gilda is chilling at home and she is burning the hat and the jacket that is seen on holiday throughout all the killings. And Gilda in her basement alone confesses. She's like, I left the symbols at the crime scenes to make it seem like the killer was someone more extravagant than me. And she wanted to do this to help maybe to help Dent? Okay, so there's a lot of theories that could go along with this, but yeah, the Gilda dot 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 was just like kind of Dent maybe realizing that Gilda was the one who murdered. There's there's a lot of stuff that could go along we're with gonna it. So, yeah, we're gonna talk about the theories later We're gonna talk about the theories. There's a lot. Okay, so yeah. So next we're gonna talk about symbols. There's not many symbols in the book that we found, but one of the most prominent ones is that one of the villain's calendar man who's in arkham asylum throughout the story calls reveals that harvey dent is a gemini symbol in astrology is a two-faced figure so it kind of alludes to the fact that harvey is going to become two-faced so in the christmas issue there's a big reference to the grinch because basically the Joker is, like, dressing up as the Grinch and he's stealing presents and stuff, just like the Grinch. So, yeah. Some themes and motifs that appear throughout the story is the sense of corruption. We see how the whole city is corrupt and how Maroni and Falcone have, like, have control over the police station, the people, and how it, like, runs so deep in the city. Throughout the story, we also see this theme of the idea that people have good and evil in them. And that in a city that is so corrupt, they people believe they have to commit evil acts in order to better the city. So this story is connected to year one, but it's pretty easy to understand without knowing about everything. There's just like certain characters who appear with little explanation, like poison ivy. And so it's nice if you know that stuff about the characters, like what they do and all that. But if you don't and you just kind of like think about it, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Okay, so we know that, well, the story takes place before the New 52, because it's written in, like, 96 and 97, so it's before all of the New 52. And it does also, like, answer some questions about characters in the Batman mythos, since the story is kind of about Batman's, like, starting years, as well as, like, Harvey Dent becoming Two-Face and like Gordon starting out basically it's like the beginning of all the characters and also introduces a lot of characters that become Batman's villains as well as like 
his love interest Catwoman and his like main vil his main rival Joker. Mm -hmm. And it also has a big effect on taking the mob out of control on Gotham and putting the supervillains more in the spotlight. Yeah, which was like a big part of the previous Batman stories was like all mobs and Falcone and Maroni basically ruling the city and this just like ends it. Okay, now we're gonna get into the theories. Woo! Okay, this is the most exciting part. So the story ends on a really open-ended note. There's many different people who confess to the crimes. One of those is Alberto. Woo! Okay, yeah, Alberto. So we're kind of like spoon-fed that Alberto is the holiday killer because he confesses to it. So basically, after he shoots Maroni in prison, we're basically like led to believe that he's the killer just because he shoots Maroni. Mm -hmm. So we're given a scene afterwards, which is like him confessing to his dad and basically telling his dad that because he doesn't care about him and he's never really paid attention to him, that he killed because of this, which doesn't really make sense. Like, yeah, yeah. we were kind of talking about it and we were thinking that it's probably just because like he he probably didn't actually commit the crimes and it's he definitely probably, killed Maroni. Yeah, no, he but, definitely killed Maroni. But he probably didn't commit all of the other crimes yeah. that he claimed to because he probably just wanted the glory of like showing his father that he could be something even if it's a horrible killer. Yeah. So, we're kind of led to believe that he's dead because he's one of the first deaths of the holiday, but we're also seeing later in the story that he probably, well, he did fake this. So later in the story, the coroner gets killed, like Gotham City's coroner. And also when his aunt is ruffling through the coroner's like files and we're assuming that she believes that he's not dead, she also gets killed. So it does make it seem like Alberto's the killer, but with other theories, we can kind of see this, like, doesn't seem to be true. Mm -hmm. So next is the theory about Gilda, Harvey Dent's wife, which Sophie is going to talk about. Okay, so Gilda is Harvey Dent's wife, and throughout the story we see that she's kind of this small and really fragile character that is always being like, oh, when's Harvey going to be home? When's he going to be not working all the time? So she's got a, she wants a baby. She really wants a baby. She really wants a baby. She really wants a baby, <laughs> yeah. as we see. Okay, so she confesses to the murders, and she is burning the hat and the jacket seen on holiday, and she's alone in her basement, and she is saying that she left each of the symbols of the crime scene, so at each crime scene, there was a cheap holiday decoration left from the holiday killer, and she wanted to make it seem like the killer was someone who was a lot more extravagant than her. But basically, her whole motivation for doing this is that she wants a baby with Harvey. She wanted more time with him, so she was trying to, like, kill people to help him out. Which makes some sense. Which makes Make some sense. Make his job a little easier. Yeah. <laughs> Make his job easier. And she's like, oh, you're mine. You can never do any wrong. So, you know, we definitely see the crazy in her at the end. Yeah, she, like, she basically calls him her golden Apollo. Yeah. Which, like, she basically sees him as, like, a god. And she believes, she, like, at the end of the story, she says, I believe in Harvey Dent. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot so, to talk about that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so each of them... Well, there were three characters that all said that they believe in something. So, Jim Gordon says that he believes in Gotham. Batman says he believes in Batman. Classic Batman. <laughs> and then Gilda says that she believes in Harvey Dent. So, yeah. So, basically, she's, like, propping them up. So, like, you can kind of see how she does these things for him because she's kind of, like, crazy about him and, like, really wants to start a family with him. She wants that baby! Yeah, so she has the motivation, so that's a pretty good theory. And then at the end of her confessing, she basically says that she did, like, the first seven murders and then Harvey took over is what she believes. She doesn't really know, but she believes that he did because she was finding, like evidence that he brought home from like the office which he doesn't normally do but he kind of made it seem like it was just evidence and she was like i don't know and on the night that, Al- that alberto was killed he came home with hair all soaked even yeah. though he had a hat on and it was snowing so basically she kind of she kind of thinks that he was the murderer for the last one and then obviously we see him kill falcone which you know like confirms confirms a lot of it and then also batman and gordon both came to the conclusion that he was the killer so those are the theories they're kind of like they kind of all make sense in a way Mm -hmm. you can form your own opinion read the book yeah it's fun it's a good one okay okay segueing off of that these are our rankings okay so if you want to go first heck yeah okay so story and plot i gave it an eight because I thought that it was really interesting how it could be taken in so many different directions, but there are a lot of questions that you're left with at the end of the book. And then dialogue and writing, I gave it a six. I don't really want to talk about it, I just gave it a six, okay? (laughs) And then art, I gave it a ten, because I thought that there was a lot of definition in the characters' faces that distinguished their personalities really well. And then also, I loved that every death scene from Holiday's Killing were uh black and white with different accents like the blood or the decoration that was left at each killing and then I loved that throughout the story it was really dreary even though it a whole year passed but it really matched the feeling of Gotham and the fact that it was a long Halloween Mm -hmm. and then overall story score is eight so yeah there we go. Yes, okay, Kira, take it away. Uh, for the story and plot, I gave it a nine. I really like it. Liked it. Thought it was really interesting. For the dialogue and writing, I gave it a three. I did not <laughs> hated it. Your strong did, opinion. Did not like the dialogue. Thought it was very awkward and dramatic in like a, a bad way. Like, did not like <laughs> it. Really brought the book down for me. I I gave the art an eight. I loved the art. Like Sophie said, I loved all the death scenes, how they're black and white with like one icon in color. And uh, Dent and the Joker had like this amazing fight scene in the third issue that I really loved. And overall, I gave it an eight and a half. All right. So my ranking on Story Plot is um, a seven. I think it's a good story. It's just like a little long and like convoluted and like you're kind of. Just a lot happens in it, which is kind of confusing, but I thought, like, in the end, it's a really good story, especially, like, a really good Batman story, and kind of builds a lot on the characters. Definitely, like, a must-read if you want to get into Batman. And then for the dialogue and writing, I gave it a six, because I kind of agree with Kira, like, it's a little, like, wordy, and, like, 
it could do more with just like action scenes and stuff like that but it's still like not that bad and then the art i give it a nine because it's really nice just like sophie was saying like it's so detailed and pretty and like the characters expressions are so good and like the fight scenes are good so really good nine and then overall i gave it a 7.3 because i liked it but i think there's some things that like it could have been approved with but overall good What's okay. my audible? <laughs> Just kidding, that was a prank. Uh, responsible by audible, okay. Okay, so thank you for listening, everybody. It was a great time. It was a Bye. great time. We liked reading it. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.